want you to know that there are some things he can't do. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he can do some things, but he can't do everything. So let's look at the handout. Let's discover what he can do. And you stand on these things. When the enemy attacks you, you stand on these things that you learned tonight about what he can't do. All right. Everybody's got the handout now. Now, let me say this, preface the statement with this. You know, I was thinking about this. I said, Lord, but I had been talking about the book of Acts, and, you know, we got such a good flow, Sister Felicia. Things are going real good with this Acts thing, and people are enjoying it, and lives are being crowded. I said, Lord, let's just stay with the book of Acts. You know what the Lord said? That's a good idea, but that ain't what I need the people to know now. I said, but God, it's, it's, you know, we're talking about the church. He said, listen. I don't need you to talk about Acts at this point because I need my people to understand if you're going to become what the church is in Acts chapter 2, 41 through 47, you've got to know who's going to attack prior to. You've got to know who's coming after you. See, because a lot of times we're running from the wrong people. And there's some things the devil can't do. I said, but Lord, I really wonder. He said, son. Anything that I give my people, I'm going to first start with you. I said, okay, well, Lord. I said, okay, well, why you want me to talk about the devil? And it blew me away, y'all. Watch this. I'm going to be transparent. The Lord said, because you, just like the members of Word Tracy, are losing spiritual ground. I said, Lord, I'm the pastor. How I'm losing ground? Watch this, Sister Nina. How I'm losing ground? He said, because you, just like them, you give the enemy too much attention. He said, you entertain him too much. You talk about him too much. You give him credit that's not due him. I said, well, Lord, forgive me. He said, now, I'm not just talking about your weakness. Watch this. I'm talking about your perspective. Because all of us got weakness. But if even in your weakness, if you get the right perspective, you'll overcome where you're weak at. I said, okay, Lord, so what I'm going to do? He said, let my people know what the enemy can't do. All right? So let's look at it. Number one, and some of this stuff, some of us have said, some of us has heard at churches, but tonight we're going to get the real deal. Amen? Amen? All right. First thing the enemy can't do, the first thing he can't do, the enemy, he can't read your mind. Now, I know, I know, I know we said it. Boy, that enemy all in my mind. That enemy, no, no. He can't read your mind. He cannot read your mind. He can make suggestions. He can dangle bait, but you don't have to bite. He cannot read your mind. If he could read your mind, he would have stopped you from getting saved. Okay, listen. If the enemy could read your mind, then that means he has one of the attributes of God. Here's three attributes about God. I don't want you to forget. You may want to write it on the back. God is omniscient. God knows and only God knows everything. There is nothing that ever happens, has happened, will happen, or could happen that God doesn't know. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He's omnipotent. God has all power. All of it. No, I don't, I don't think, see, because you ain't feeling like I want you to get it. God has all the power. Not some of it. Yeah, I know what happened in Boston. God still has all the power. 
See, and you got to remember that because when tragedies happen, people get quick to say, where was God? I'll tell you where God was. The same place he was when you did what you did. Standing right there watching you. The same place you was when you did what you should, God was right there. When you did people dirty, God was right there. When you lied on other folk, God was right there. And God showed you mercy. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. Watch this. But then he's omnipresent. He is everywhere all the time. He is, he's right here, right now. He's in Africa right now. He's in England right now. He's in China right now. God sits on the circumference of the earth and sees everything from everybody at every time. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel good because no matter what I go through, God sees it. And that means because I'm his child, although he sees it, he can do something about it. Well, Pastor, why don't it? Because there's some things God allows to happen that is just part of life. Now, people get quick to say, well, God, why he let this happen to them babies? And why? Here's the answer, because of sin. People do what they do because of sin. You've done what you've done because of sin. Stop saying, oh, the devil didn't know he ain't in your mind. He don't know your thoughts. Talk with a, uh, a preacher today, and he said uh, he believed uh, the devil is in your mind because of what he heard, watch this, on a song. Now we laughing, wait a minute, we laughing, but some of us, because we don't know the Bible, whatever we hear, we run with. Oh, that's my song. Make sure you understand it. Watch this. Let me give an example, then I'll prove my point. One of my favorite gospel groups of all times is the whinings. How many of you like the whinings? Love them. They had a song out called, watch, listen to the words. Wherever I go, let your spirit follow me. That's erroneous. Why do I want the spirit to follow me when he should be leading me? But yet you'll sing it and you'll tell other folk, I got the spirit following me. No, he ain't following you. If it seems like he's following you, that's because you walked away from him. Marvin South says on the song, uh, I forget what song, but he says, the devil has peeked into your future. The devil don't know the future. Let me prove it to you. Why you think he's trying to make sure you catch hell right now? Because he knows his time is short. If he don't get you now, you die. You go to heaven. And if I don't discourage you now, you won't tell other folk. And if you don't tell other folk, nobody gets saved. So let me make you think you're the only one. Let me make you think life is over. Let me make you think it won't get no better. Let me make you think nobody loves you. Let me make you think God has given up on you. Let me show you shootings in the theater. Let me show you bombers in Boston. God don't care. That devil is a lie. Yes, God does care. Oh, yes, he does. But Pastor, why he let that happen to other people? Well, because the question should be, why didn't he let it happen to you? Well, I know people, listen, there are people who live better than all of us. Don't curse, don't lie, don't drink, don't smoke, don't chew, don't fool with those who do. But guess what? Some of them in the hospital. Some of them behind prison bars. Some of them have lost their mind. 
I don't know why Jesus loved me. I told you, but I'm just so glad. I'm so glad he did. The enemy cannot read your mind. He can't do it. He can influence you, but he can't read your mind. And he's going to keep dangling stuff to see what you like. See, he don't know what you like. And I had a conversation with my mother today, and we were talking. And I had to say, I said, oh, mama, don't say that. She said, what? I said, because it's not until you put it out that he gets it. And we too guilty of saying, oh, you're giving the devil credit. You ain't, if it don't come out your mouth, it's not in his hands. He can't catch it because he don't know. Watch, watch, watch this. I will keep him in perfect peace who's mine. Watch this. Because nothing comes out your mouth that didn't first into your mind. So if I got my mind right, my mouth going to be right. The problem is we have not renewed our minds. That's why we got negative mouths. You've got to say, Lord, protect, my, keep my mind. Listen, I, listen if I had to choose, I don't have, I'd rather lose everything other than my mind. Watch. If you don't have no arms, you can tell people, no, don't give me that. I ain't got no arms, but I can tell you what I don't want. All right, let me get out of that. The devil can't get in your mind. Settle that in your spirit. He can't get in your mind. He'll dangle stuff. He'll show you stuff. But he can't get in your mind. Number two. The devil can't make you sin. I know what Flip Wilson said. The devil made me do it. No, he didn't make you do nothing. The devil can't, he can't make you sin. Uh, let me backtrack and give you the scripture for thinking, because I know some of you are going to say, well, that's what my pastor said, and that's good, but you need scripture to back that up. Let's go to Psalms 139. This is the scripture for he can't read your mind. Psalms 139, the book of Psalms. It's a collection of what? Songs, right. It was uh, Israel's hymn book. They sing these words we read. Psalms 139, verse, watch this. The word is so powerful. Verse 1 through 4. O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend. You understand my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O oh Lord, you know it altogether. God knows everything. Okay, let me get another one. John tw 21. Watch this. John chapter 21. Because it's that third one I really want to uh, park the car right there on that third uh, what the enemy has. has no. I want to deal with that. Let me get through this. John 21, verse 17. You remember this is where Peter uh, is being, for lack of a better word, checked by the Lord. Verse 15. Let's start with verse 15. John chapter 21. Jesus has risen. Now, John chapter 21, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon, watch this. Son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. You see that? He said to him, then if you love me, do what? Feed my lambs. Verse 16, he said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. Verse 17. He said to him the third time, 
Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved, aggravated, frustrated because he said to him the third time, do you love me? Watch what Peter says. Verse 17, he says, and he said to him, Lord, you know what? You know what? All things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Jesus knows everything, not the devil. Listen, you ever have a conversation with somebody? And after the conversation, the two of y'all talk, somebody walk by, y'all start laughing and like, what you said? <laughs> or they walk by and you crying or sad and say, what's wrong with you? They never know. Oh, boy, I done stepped into that thing. They never know what you're dealing with until you tell them. So that means as long as I don't open my mouth, you can't have the impact you want to have on me. And the truth is, some of us need to learn to shut up more than we talk. Come on. Old folks say that's why God gave you one mouth and two ears, to listen more and talk less. Some of us need to apply that. He cannot. He cannot read your mind. Number two, we said he cannot make you sin. Watch this. Go to Romans chapter 6. He can't make you sin. I know. I know he applied pressure and did all this, but he can't make you do it. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you did it because you wanted to do it. Yeah, just call it. It is what it is. <laughs> How many times you hear people say, or some of us will say, man, if I was with you, I wouldn't have did that. That's all your fault. Nah, mm. Romans chapter 6, you got it? Chapter 6, verse 12. Listen what the Bible says. Therefore, Listen to the words now. Do not let sin reign in your body, rule in your body, that you should obey it. If Paul says don't let it, that means you have the choice to let or now let. Watch this. And do not, verse 13, do not present your members as instrument of unrighteousness to sin. That means you do that. Do you present it or not? That's on you. But present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instrument of righteousness to God. Here it is. This is why he can't, this is why he can't make you sin. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law but grace. Watch, watch Paul's just a powerful teacher. Watch what Paul says in verse 5, Lady Claw. He asks and answers the question. Boy, that's a teacher for you. Watch this. Paul says, what then shall we say? What then shall we sin because we are under the law? Not under the law, but grace? Certainly not. Do you not know, uh-oh, uh-oh, to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are the one slaves to whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death, or obedience leading to righteousness. You make yourself a slave to whatever you give into. Now I know, I know a lot of y'all thinking uh, uh, sex, drugs. You make yourself a, sl a, a slave to the sin of gossip. You like to hear it. You are, you are owned by, gossip is your master. Some of us are slaves to money. Money is your master. You go where it tells you to go. You do what it tells you to do. You buy what it tell you to buy, and then you come here and shortchange God. 
Let me prove it to you. The Bible says you can't serve not two people, two masters. And then he gives you the two masters, God and money. In but two masters, God and money. And whoever you give yourself to, that's who's controlling you. Watch how he says it. Jesus says, because you're going to love one and hate the other. Which means you can't love two the same way. You love for different reasons, but not the same way. I remember one time watching Flavor of Love, and he would say he loved all them women. No. He loved them all for different reasons. Brothers, sisters, don't let nobody tell you, I love both of y'all the same. No, you don't. No, you don't. You love for different reasons. Some for what they do to you, for you, and some for how you make them feel. Oh, okay. Let me get out of that. You ain't ready for that. He can't make you sin. The Bible says, James, James uh, chapter 1, verse 13 through 15. Let's look at that real quick, and I'm going to give you this one. James chapter 1, because I need you to see this word for yourself. James chapter 1. Turn to you and say, neighbor, you had a word, church. Yes. We ain't going to have all that screaming and hollering, and we ain't got no 15-piece orchestra. We ain't got praise team, and we ain't got... Uh, all this kind of auxiliary. We don't serve cakes and punch after church. We don't have no fashion show. We don't have no car sale. We're not doing no car wash, car wash, but we're serving the word. I ain't got no pole for you to swing on, but I sure enough got a word for you to live on. All right, okay. James chapter 1, verse 13. Watch this, James chapter 1. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Here it is. You ready? But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to, and sin when it is full grown brings forth death. You do it whenever you sin. It's because it's something that's, that's in you that comes out. And the more you think about it, the more you're going to do it. I don't care who you are. The more you think about lying, you're going to lie eventually. Maybe not today, but you're going to lie. And many of us are masterful. We've got it marked on the calendar. Yeah, come on, you know. Come on, now, how many did this? Now, listen, if they call this house, if they call this house, tell them I'm not here. That's a lie that's planned, premeditated. If Rev call, I know I ain't been to church in a while, but if Rev call, make sure you tell him that I've been sick. I've been in a hospital. I've been low sick. I don't know what low sick is, but premeditated. So number one, the devil can't what? Secondly, the devil can't? All right, now this last one, this is the killer. We got 20 minutes. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to hit it and quit it. I want to be like in and out. We're going to get in and get out. We're going to keep it moving. All right, you ready? Here's the one. And the reason why I want to focus on this one, because this is the one you hear the most in the church today. And it burns me up because you got people in churches that's got all this singing and shouting, and they got 30,000 people, and they get an erroneous teaching. All in error. And let me tell you, the crowd ain't always right. Don't you go where no crowd... I'm going where the crowd at. Okay, well, you go. Because the crowd ain't always right. They say give us Barabbas 
over G. That's what the crowd said. Here it is, number three. The devil has no authority over you. None. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't get that. The devil has no authority over you. He can't make you do nothing. He can't control nothing. He don't have the authority. Now watch me. I'm going to prove it to you. The devil has no authority. Ooh, that devil. Ooh, ooh. I, I cast down authority. Okay. Let me help you. Let me help you because I've seen it. And again, you're going to hear a whole lot of people say it, and you're going to see it said on TV. And I'm going to tell you like the commercial. Just because it's on TV don't make it right. Okay, let me loosen you up before I hit you with this blow. You remember the commercial? I'm waiting on my French boyfriend. Where did you get that from? The internet? The internet don't lie. How you know that? The internet. And there he come, looking like Sloppy Joe. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Boy, I see that commercial, I want to pitch my shoe at her. You idiot, look at him. And look how he said it. Uh, bonjour? Like, is that what I'm supposed to say? I started to say, ask him something else. I bet you he can't say nothing else. The devil has no authority over you. Now, let's look at the scripture, and then I'm going to unpack it. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew 28. I don't know but you, about you all. I wouldn't want to be at any other church in the world. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how many people in there. Because I need to be a place where I can learn. Because if I learn better, I can live better. And some people, guess what? Some pastors won't keep you ignorant. They don't want you to know as much as they know. Well, that's unfair to me. All right, let me get off that. Matthew 28. You got it? Matthew 28. Listen to Jesus. Let's start at verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee. Anybody know why there's just 11? Why? Anybody? Why? Judas is gone. Yeah, he, he, he asked himself. He gone. All right. The 11 disciples went away in Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, uh-oh, here it is. All authority has been given to me. Now, that would have been good, but watch how Jesus tells you where he got power at. The authority where? On heaven and on earth. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. If I got all, if I got it all, in order to get it, you got to come get it from me. And you can't get it if I don't give it to you. And Jesus says, I got it all. Okay, let me be like my grandson. It's my toys. If you want to play, you got to talk to me. And if I don't want you to play, I'll take it from you. Jesus says, stop giving the devil credit. It's all mine. All power is mine. But what about the shoot? I still got all the thought. There's some stuff I allow to happen because there's sin in the world. And if there was no sin, then everybody would be loving me and there'd be no need for Jesus to die. And Jesus died because he wants us to accept him because we love him. He gave you a choice because he don't want no robots. He don't want nobody. And you should never want nobody to love you forcefully. Love me freely. 
Love me because you, if you love me because you want to, then you do for me. You don't ever want your children to do stuff for you because you're making them. Now, when they're young, they got to. Ain't no choice in the matter. But you get more from them when you love them freely. Jesus says, all power, oh boy, is given unto me in heaven and earth. Press the point a little further. You remember, Joel, they had a meeting in heaven. Satan had to get permission. How is he going to have authority if he got to get permission? The only time you need permission because somebody who has the authority lets you have it. Okay, watch me, watch me. I'm built for it. Watch this. Let me prove my point. How many of you used to live with your grandmother or you was in your mom's house and you played in the house when they told you not to? I'm about to go somewhere. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. I remember growing up, I lived with my grandmother and sometimes my cousins would come over. And we'd be in there having a good time. I mean, running up and down in the kitchen, uh, uh, stumping and just acting fool, jumping from bed to bed, slamming the, the refrigerator door in the bathroom, running the water for no reason. And my, watch, don't forget my point, authority. My grandmother get out of her bed where she was resting, taking a nap from a hard day's work. And she said, Oh, hell no, not it up, not in my house. She said, listen, you going to stop, watch the words, that ripping and running in this house. Okay, you're looking, but you ain't listening. At that point, she's saying, you don't have no right. You don't have no right to run, not in this house, because I run this I pay the bills. You going to do what I say. Okay, that's why you got to know your word. Because when the devil act a fool, you say, you don't have no right. Not to, you're not going to act no fool in my marriage, in my ministry, in my house, with my children, on my, not here. You ain't got no authority. So if he's running a fool in your house, you've given him authority. He can't take it, you give it to him. How many of us in here? Letting him act a fool. Wrecking havoc, tearing stuff up. Ain't no peace in the house. Husband fussing with the wife. Children fussing with each other. The dog chasing the cat. The cat trying to get in the fish tank. You have no right. Satan has no right. Please, please, don't ever let me hear you, a member of this church, say this again, even if you've been saying it. You cannot bind the devil. I bind that spirit. In an, and don't you, you know, you know how we get real. You know, like that's going to be, I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. You, no. Now, if you bind him at 9, how is he loose at 9.30? I know it sounds good, but you can't bind. Why would you want to bind? Let's look at it. Let's just look at it. Bind. You ever had a notebook? It's called a bind. Y'all got to excuse me, this for me. It's a binder. 
you keep it all together. And the only way the pages come out is you've got to rip them out. That means it stays together. Why would I want the devil to stay together in my life? Question is on the floor. Well, how does he get it? How does he get authority? And I already answered that. You give it to him. You give it to him. You give it to him in your conversation. I ain't going to let that devil. If you're not going to let him do it, then don't talk about it. I ain't going to let that devil do that to me, what he did to her. What? Then you start saying what he did to her. You say, okay, I got you. I got you. How does he get it? We give it to him. All right? Here's the next one. How do I, which is a good question, how do I stop it? Well, you can't stop it by binding him. Come on, come on. And that, and that, that sounds real good and spiritual. But I want us to be a church where we get beyond emotion and get to being educated. Then we can get to all that excitement. Oh, I said something there. If you get beyond your emotions and get educated, then you got a reason to be excited because you've learned something. So you can go anywhere and feel good. How was your girl? We had a good time in that. I don't know what he preached, but we had, ooh. Then we said stuff like this. The spirit is high. Well, when is he ever low? He's the spirit. Watch this. How do we stop it? Here it is. James, tell us. Let's go to James chapter 4. And I got to help you because I used to say this, and the Lord allowed me to see I was dead wrong. And as your pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm willing and man enough to admit that because nobody knows it all but Jesus. And if you under any pastor that claims he knows it all, you better run from him. Because if you know it all, you can't learn nothing. Because learning is living. When you cease to learn, you cease to live. James chapter 4, verse 7. Now, let's not add nothing to it. Let's just read what it says. James says, therefore, because he's talking about pride and wars and where all this stuff come from. He said, therefore, submit to who? God. Submit to God. All right? And let me just say this. Here's a Twitter moment. I got it. Anybody that won't submit will not commit. You, 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 if that, ain't, that ain't hit you like I wanted to. If you won't submit, you can't commit. Because your, your lack of submission is saying, look, I only go so far. All right, watch this. He says, watch what James says now. James says, therefore submit to God. All right, I got that, James. Period. See that? Period. Now, here's the next thought. Resist the devil. He says, first you got to resist him. What does it mean to resist? To resist the devil, write this down, means to say no. Not just verbally, with your actions. Because you can say a whole lot with your mouth and do something else with your body. You can say a whole lot with your mouth, but your mind be somewhere else. Oh, you're going to make me go there. The OJ says, you know your body's here. The other, now watch this. Be, although a body that no matter what they're doing, all right, I got a body. Why you ain't satisfied? He said, because your mind's somewhere else. 
Why, why is that bothering him? He said, your mind, somebody, your mind is somewhere else. That means you're messing me around. In other words, if you're going to give it to me, give me all of You know why you don't feel that? Because some of y'all don't care. As long as I got the body, I ain't got the head of mind. Can I tell you something? If you got the body, you ain't got the mind, you ain't got the person. Because if, if you got the mind, if you got that mind, you get in the body. Oh, but Oh, baby. Oh. Oh, Lord. If I got your mind, I ain't got the action for your body going to be, hey. See, some of you don't want to admit that because you done gave your mind to so many people. And you know when you get in their mind, you say, watch this. When you know they're trying to get your mind, you say this to them. You just trying to get in my head. Yeah, that's exactly where it, that's, that's also where I'm trying to go. I'll open every car door. I'll be just as nice and polite. I won't ask you for nothing. I'll be the perfect gentleman. And please, do tell about your other experiences, how they hurt you, because that gives me fuel for my fire. That's for brotherhood. Let me stop. That's brotherhood. Let me get out of that. That's for brotherhood. Yeah, I'm giving too much. Okay. You know what? You understand me so well. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I understand. I don't want you to be hurt. No, no, I don't want nothing. You have a good night. No, 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 I don't believe in kissing. You don't need to be kissing nobody. No. Not you, sweet thing. You know you're too sweet. And right there, he marking the calendar in his mind. Okay, we're in April. By June the 16th, I got it. And sisters, you can be quiet because guess what? You got days on your calendar when you're going to let them have it. Okay, he took two minute movies this week. Next week, he got to get my hair done. After he get my hair done, I want him to take my baby to the circus because little man, man like the circus. He's going to take my man to the circus and get him on a front row and tell somebody to take a picture, put it on Facebook. You know what he's smiling? He's smiling, hugging man, man. He's smiling, saying, yes, sir. Because he know when he dropped my man off, you're leaving already? I'm just going to put him this. Oh, shut it down. All right, Doc. All right. That's brotherhood. That's brotherhood. <laughs> Resist. You've got to tell the devil no. Now, let me prove my point. You've got to tell him no. How many remember when you were small that uh, your brother or sister was told to do something and you were the designated teller, uh, teller offer? Come on, sisters, you were notorious for it. My sister was the queen of it. Johnny, put that up. Get off that phone. It's too late for you to be on that phone. Oh, girl, shut up. She go upstairs, she come back. Mama said, now the phone got to be hung up. Watch me. Not on authority of Dana, but on, on God's authority. Mama said it. You've got to tell that devil, my daddy said so. My daddy. 
daddy said you can't have this. My daddy said you've got to say what your father said. That means you've got to know your father's voice. His voice is his word. So that means you've got to be somewhere where you can. You got to resist by telling him no. But James said that's just the beginning. If you resist the devil and he will what? From you. Now watch this. I thought fleeing meant he leave, that's it, he gone. That fleeing there is the same fleeing that the enemy does to Jesus, Deacon Ward, when he's tempted. Okay, let me bring you there. After Jesus was tempted by the devil and Jesus passed the test, the Bible says the enemy left him for a season. That means I'm leaving now. Oh, boy. He'll flee, but he will come right back. To flee, watch this. To flee means he's got to step back regroup and come back another way brothers please don't make me go there sisters up okay y'all like all that you're trying to holler at her but she got all her friends so that means you've got the fleet I wish I had some that means you got to step back regroup Come back another way. Sisters, you know I'm right about it because when you're with your girl, oh boy. But let him catch you by yourself. What you want? Why you all up on me? You know. You know why he all up on you. I'm going to give you my number this time. You ain't going to get all that. You, you got to get alone. You've got to resist him. He'll flee. He's going to step back and he's got to come another way. That means every time he comes, you've got to resist. You've got to tell him no. And when you tell him no, all he's going to do is go back, come another way. That's why you constantly resist. You will never, and I think it's the last one on that, on that sheet, you will never go where you'll never go where you're go not going to where you're going to have to resist. There's never an opportunity. I think it's printed wrong. You will never go a time where you don't have to resist it. There will never be a time we don't have to resist it. Never. 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 Let me prove it to you. You could resist him from coming in between you, husband and wife. But then you're going to have to resist him again when you get in that car facing that traffic going to work. You resist him so you don't go off in the traffic. But then when you get at work, you got to resist him because you and a co-worker are going to have beef. You resist him in going off on a co-worker. Then the ball's come and get on your nerves. You got to resist him again. Now you got to resist him again because when you get back, you got that traffic after fussing all day. Watch you now. You got to resist him again. But then you come to church and you got to resist him because you don't want to listen to what the usher say. You tired, you frustrated, just get out of my way. You got to resist him again. Then when you hear what the pastor say, because he loud and keeping you long, you got to resist him again because you get in the word. 
Not this some kind of enemy word. Boy, it's too loud in church. It's too hot in church. You didn't leave the club. Man, it's hot in here. Oh, man, it's hot. You ain't going nowhere. Man, it's hot. Ooh, man, you know how hot it is in here. Man, we've been in here a while. It's, it's hot. Oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's. Oh, I can't take it. It's hot in here. You not hot? Yeah, I'm hot. What about you? Oh, I'm a little hot. All that talking, but you ain't going nowhere. That's how he works. He wants you to focus how hot it is. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you resist and don't assist, he will persist, but you'll win. That's all I got for you tonight. Let's pray. Father God.